Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is called What You Sow, an original story written for you by Daniel Hines. Today, we'd like to say a special thank you to Maya and Sasha Joseph and their family in San Francisco, Evan, Austin, and Owen and their family in Lincoln, California, Max, Mila, and Desi and their family from Long Island, New York, and Nico, Briar, Lennon, and Finn from Gainesville, Florida. Thank you so much, Finn, Lennon, Briar, Nico, Desi, Mila, Max, Owen, Austin, Evan, Sasha, and Maya. You are part of what makes it possible for us to continue to produce fun new stories for our listeners. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes or just tell a friend about us. You can also check out all of our merch, available at storiespodcast.com shop. If you would like to receive a thank you in a future episode, head over to patreon.com stories and make a pledge. Then send an email to amanda at storiespodcast.com and let us know who to thank. Now here's a word from our sponsors. Start your little ones once upon a time at Walt Disney World Resort. Since this chapter of magic will never be more real than now, right now is the perfect time to visit. There are over 80 attractions, shows, and experiences you and your little one will love, including Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios in spring of 2020. This brand new attraction is the first ride at any Disney park that stars Mickey Mouse and friends, and it's fun for the whole family. Plus, meet favorite character friends from beloved movies and TV shows, including Disney Junior, Frozen, Pixar, and more. With the new four-day magic ticket, you can experience all the enchantment. Visit DisneyWorld.com slash Little Ones for details. Thanks! Enjoy the episode! What You Sow Once upon a time, there was an old farmer named Sarah who loved her flowers. She had giant fields full of them, stretching in neat rows across the gently rolling fields. They were famous for being the brightest colored, the sweetest smelling, and the most perfectly shaped flowers in all the land, and her tulips especially were legendary for their beauty. Hello, my loves, Sarah would say each morning, walking out to tend her fields. She would check the soil to make sure it was not too wet and not too dry. She would inspect each stem and bulb for signs of fungus or bulb rot, She was a terror to snails and slugs and aphids and other pests who tried to eat her beauties and chased them away any time they came near. Her neighboring farmers more often than not found her on her hands and knees, bottom in the air and face in the dirt, adding just a little bone meal or mulch or trimming off dead leaves. Good morning, Sarah, they'd say. The tulips are looking especially well today. Mm Mm-hmm. Sarah would answer, not bothering to look up from her plants. I don't suppose you'd sell me some of your tulip bulbs this year, would you? They'd ask, and they'd always ask. I've told you no, never, Sarah would snap, and that would be the end of that. Until a few weeks later, when another neighbor would try. They were always trying to get her bulbs. They grew tulips as well but they were never quite as bright as Sarah's, never seemed to have the same playful tilt of stem and turn of leaves that made people gasp with delight. The other farmers would share bulbs back and forth. If one had a particularly lovely shade of pink, they'd trade it with a neighbor for a sunshiny yellow or a deep blushing red. Of course, they were competing with each other for sales, but not really. 
There were always plenty of buyers for their tulips, and even though their flowers weren't quite as perfect as Sarah's, they never had any trouble getting by. That's why they were all happy to share and get along. All except for Sarah, of course. Things went along this way until one year it was especially windy. The breezes billowed through the bulbs, making them bob and bobble brightly. The wind's gentle fingers swirled around the stems and sent the pollen soaring. For weeks, the air was tinged yellow, and it gathered like dust on farmers and homes and flowers alike. Now, in case you don't know, pollen is very important for flowers. The only way tulips can make new seeds is if the pollen from the top falls down into the bottom of the bulb. Usually, this happens with pollen from the flower itself, or maybe from flowers planted nearby. When it's windy, though, all sorts of things can happen. Things Sarah had no use for. What is this? She cried out one morning when her new crop of tulips was beginning to flower. My beauties, my babies. They were still there, still healthy as ever, but there was a small problem. Along the edges of her fields, where they neared her neighbors, some of her tulips didn't shine quite as bright. They didn't have that playful tilt of stem and turn of leaves. They were still wonderful, beautiful, magnificent flowers, just not quite as perfect. Oh, this won't do. This won't do at all. Sarah looked into some of her neighbor's fields. Some of her neighbor's tulips were brighter. For a white-hot minute, Sarah thought they had managed to steal some of her seeds. But then she realized the truth. It was the wind. The breezy weeks had spread her neighbor's pollen into her tulips, and vice versa. They hadn't been able to get her bulbs, but they'd still gotten some of her flowers. Looks like a little uh, cross-pollination, huh? A neighbor called. Well, we'll all be better for it. Nothing like some new pollen to make a flower healthy and strong, am I right? <laughs> of course you'd say that, snapped Sarah. You got my beauties and I got your, your... My what? said the neighbor, waiting for the insult. Your, your dim bulbs. All right, don't blame me. You can't stop the wind. That's what you think, Sarah shouted and then stalked away back to her fields. She looked at her bobbing beauties. She looked at the swirling pollen and started to shout. No, no, no! You stay where you are! She started by chasing the pollen around, but there was too much, and it was too small to grab. She tried her old butterfly net, which was soon caked and yellow, but didn't even put a dent in the great blowing clouds. Over the next week, her efforts got more elaborate and more desperate. She complained to her neighbors, but they couldn't help it any more than she could. She paid to put up fences, but the clouds blew over and around. She hung sign that said, No pollen allowed, but the gentle breezes ignored them, like they ignore everything else. In the end, Sarah was tired and sweaty and had nothing to show for all her efforts but a nose full of pollen, a sweat-soaked shirt, and a lighter purse. She went home, miserable. My perfect tulips. She sobbed. I want them to be bright. I want them to stand tall. But how can I fight against the wind?
She put on a pot of tea and sat by her fire, thinking. She couldn't fight the wind. She saw that now. No matter what she did, her flowers were going to mix with those of her neighbors. The bobbing beauties didn't understand farms or property lines. They didn't obey signs and fences. Keep the pollen from the wind. Am I wrong to try so hard and keep my flowers in my yard? They say you reap what you sow. I ain't been sowing that far though. I see my babies off they go. Will my fields go fallow? I don't know. Are the neighbors all? something is there good in cross-pollination i can't be sure but what i'm seeing would indicate that tulips love to mix and germinate so if all the fields are as lovely as mine the whole town's plants will be top of the line i finally understand the affair nature's way is to spread and share spread and share to spread and to share she thought all cozy in her chair as night fell on the little flower farm sarah started to smile spread and share that's how they grow the next day sarah gathered all her best tulip bulbs from her collection the ones for the pretty pinks and the ones for the big sunshiny yellows and deep blushing reds the bulbs for the tiger oranges and the cat's eye golds the bulbs for a rainbow's worth of tulips all her best and brightest she took all the same bulbs she'd refused to sell for years and years and years and she gave them away she went farm to farm leaving baskets full of her best Her neighbors couldn't believe it, but they were thankful. Some offered her money, but Sarah waved them away. I was wrong before, she would say. To spread and to share and to grow, that's nature's way. They looked at her strangely, but they took the bulbs and planted them just as soon as they could. Soon, they were growing tulips as bright as Sarah's. ones that seemed to have the same playful tilt of stem and turn of leaves that made people gasp with delight and when the wind blew across the farms and the pollen came like a cloud of yellow the flowers mingled once again but this time sarah's tulips didn't grow dimmer no they combined with her neighbors beauties the one she had given them to plant and became more beautiful than ever to spread and to share sarah thought to herself as she looked out at the fields of flowers that would put a rainbow to shame that is how we grow the end today's story what you sow was an original story written for you by daniel hines and performed for you by me amanda weldon with a song also by me
If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes, make a monthly donation at patreon.com stories, check out all of our merch available at storiespodcast.com shop, or simply tell your friends about us. Thanks for listening! After your little one falls asleep tonight, plan their dream fairy tale at Walt Disney World Resort. Grab hold of your dreams and make them come true during the Happily Ever After Fireworks Show, a fantastical finale to your day at Magic Kingdom Park. And you'll get to become a part of the unforgettable journey, too, alongside some of your favorite animated heroes and villains from Disney movies including The Lion King, Aladdin, Moana, and Frozen. And with the Preschool Parents Guide, planning a vacation with little ones has never been easier. Visit DisneyWorld.com slash little ones to start planning. For you and your little one, the magic is only here for a limited time. With the new four-day magic ticket, you can experience all the enchantment. Visit DisneyWorld.com slash little ones for details.